0: So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox and Tiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat And give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Centiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I am here with Chase and we are recording a special fifth thing bonus episode. Normally I am answering emails, not just answering, but sharing emails that have been sent in. But this is a little bit different of an episode because I'm just going to focus on one topic and I brought Chase in to just talk back and forth with me so I wasn't just rambling. Say what up, Chase.
1: What up?
0: We will have our Tuesday quote. Don't worry because I'm sure a lot of you rely on the quotes that I pull from the internet to read to you. But I have gotten several notes from people just in the last month or so I've noticed a theme in some of the emails of people just not quite feeling themselves and they're feeling kind down and not full-blown depression. And if you do feel like you have that stirring inside of you, I would ask you to please seek some real help from somebody that is an expert and maybe emailing to me is your first step of recognizing that you don't feel right or something's off. And this year has been heavy for a lot of people and we just entered winter time. So I came across this article talking about seasonal depression, which if you haven't heard of it, it's like also known as SAD, which is seasonal affective disorder. And while I certainly haven't suffered from it, and I don't know if a lot of you have had any type of official diagnosis with it, this has been a weird year. We are in the winter months. We are still in a pandemic, so it can be quite isolating and lonely and dark for a lot of people. So I didn't want to just steer clear of this topic because I don't personally have experience with it. Uh, So I was careful in doing my research and how I wanted to talk about it. And maybe you're listening, you're like, I don't have seasonal depression sort of, but winter has just begun. This can last pretty much from the end of fall through January or February and it is a weird time maybe you're not going to be able to be with family for the holidays because of coronavirus maybe you're just going to be cooped up inside I mean really I feel like depending on where you live in the country this type of thing might affect you differently but the tips I'm going to share are the ideas I'm going to share that might help pull you out of it again I feel like I have to preface that maybe you you need to seek professional help but if you feel stuck or in a rut these ideas could be helpful for you even if you don't think you're furthest from sad possible. You know, Chase, do you feel, where are you? You're in Wichita, Kansas. Is it cold and dark and eh, there?
1: You know, actually today has been a blessing because it's about 60 degrees because I kind of battle this actually a little bit.
0: I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't even tell. To, so, oh, so I didn't even tell Chase before he hopped on with me. What in the world we were going to talk about? In fact, right before he hit record, he's like, "So you don't have any emails you want me to read?" And I was like, "Nah, we're just going
1: we'll to
0: tackle a subject that has come up." difference that I've seen and not sad specifically but just people feeling not themselves so tell me about your experience
1: I know about it cuz I know my mom dealt with it when I was younger more so yeah I I realized that when winter comes around and the Sun kind of goes away and especially being able to be outdoors and growing up in the Midwest like when the green goes away there's nothing on the trees and it's just very bare And I just realized that it started to affect me. Kind of that sense of life felt like it was taken, (laughs) you know, like from the earth with everything just being brown and gray and dark.
0: Well, I'm going to share the actual definition and it says seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression that's related to changes in seasons. Sad begins and ends at about the same time every year. If you're like most people with sad, your symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months, sapping your energy and making you feel moody. So in case you were wondering, like, I don't really know exactly what it is. That is the definition that I pulled. And again, I'm going to use the word that we learned earlier on in this year and I don't feel like I'd ever use the word unprecedented. (laughs) And now I feel like we're approaching a holiday season like we've never had before where normally there's an abundance of people and family and friends and and it's just gonna look really different for a lot of people this year so this might be the first year you experience something like this and you're not getting out and about because you feel like you need to stay home and stay safe now i promised a quote so i pulled one from helen keller which i think applies to when we go through rough seasons this is a good quote that kind of flows into when we're we're faced with challenges Helen Keller said, character cannot be developed in ease and quiet. Only through experience of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, ambition inspired, and success achieved. That's good. And she definitely knows about trial and suffering. So again, character can't be developed in quiet ease. So you got to kind of live through the hard moments and just know that there will be strength and all the other stuff on the other side of it.
1: Well, I'll just say real quickly, because I was journaling last night, actually. So again, I didn't know we were going to talk about this. I have to give myself a lot of grace because as I start to feel kind of down, I was trying to make note of like the year And it was like, we dealt with a lot more than just the pandemic. Like there was one thing after the other kind of stacked in when you start to reflect that I think subconsciously starts to weigh on all of us from the divisiveness and the election and, you know, everything that happened earlier in the year with the conversations surrounding race relations. It just, if you look at 2020, it was so much more than one or two things. And I think sometimes that starts to add up and it starts to weigh on us. And I guess for me, it helped to journal that down and recognize that and then give myself some grace in it.
0: Not only the stuff that you mentioned, but then people's everyday life crap that happens, whether there's <laughs> any of that other stuff going on. Like <laughs> So yeah, it's it's been rough. So just try to be aware of how you're feeling and then I'm gonna share with you some stuff that I found which could help you if you are feeling in a rut this winter. So one of the first things that I found online as an idea was to add a new ritual or hobby to your life, whether, you know, it's like learning to knit or pouring over coffee. You know, have you ever done that crazy coffee where it's pour over? It just seems too intense for me. Uh-huh. But if you're into coffee, maybe that's something you look into. I've been trying to paint for a couple of months now, and I'm finally going to paint This week it is happening. I already have it figured out, even talked to my therapist about it. It's like a really big deal. Like, I'm going to paint. Uh, I'm also doing puzzles now, which I've never been a puzzle person. Well, I shouldn't say puzzles, plural. I am working on a puzzle and I have been working on it for a few weeks now. No judgment. I'm sure some people would have had it done, but for my AD self, To sit down and actually work on a puzzle is crazy. My sister gave it to me and she was even shocked to see after she left that I was continuing to work on it by myself. But there has been something so fun and awesome about it. And every time I get a piece, I'm so excited. And it's like these little accomplishments that happen every time I find a complicated piece that I've been looking for for a while. And, you know, don't knock it. Cause I would have previously knocked the whole puzzle thing and now I'm all in and I can't wait to put the last piece in this one and then maybe even frame it. Cause it's a really cute Nashville one that my sister got me from her coffee shop. And I think it would look cute framed. And then I'm going to start another puzzle because that has been really good for me. Now, maybe it's not for you. Again, you need to step outside your comfort zone. You may surprise yourself, like I did. I think actually, I had to be the puzzle thing had to come in at the right moment in my life (laughs) for me to but to really be open to it. But it came at the right time, and it has been very, very good for me. So find yourself a hobby or a new little thing ritual you can participate in. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in HOPE. start Ritual, or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Chase, do you have any hobbies you've started recently?
1: The past couple of years with the seasonal depression, I end up swimming laps through the winter and the oh. gym recently opened, like Modified. And I can swim laps. And so I'm swimming again. And that's kind of not a hobby, but to me, it's kind of a hobby. I enjoy that.
0: I mean, no, that's a hobby for sure. Swimming's a hobby, right?
1: Yeah. You're not,
0: you're not Michael Phelps. It's yeah. a hobby. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a job for him. I'm pretty sure it's a hobby to you. Uh, another suggestion was to lean into the slowing down of winter. So read more books take baths, enjoy the hibernation of the season, which again, looks a little different this year because you're having to probably hibernate anyways because of COVID. But for me, I have been taking a bath almost every night the last five nights. And it's been awesome. And sometimes I read my book, the book that I'm reading right now is maybe you should talk to someone, the therapist that wrote a book about the people she gives therapy to. I saw Katie Couric, talking about it. So I decided to get it. And then she had to go see a therapist because she had some stuff happen in her life. And it's a memoir from a therapist, basically is what you need to know. So I recommend that. Maybe you should talk to someone. Well, sometimes I'm reading, but then also during my bath time, if I don't feel like reading, I've been putting on A Million Little Things on Hulu, which is a show from ABC, I guess from a couple of years ago, but I'm definitely late to the party. Have you heard of it?
1: Yeah, I've heard of it. I've watched like one or two episodes and it seems like it's good.
0: I'm invested. I know every character. I know what's happening. It's been very good for me. And if y'all don't know what it is, I'll read you the little thing that I found on Wikipedia about it. It's said in Boston, a tight-knit circle of friends is shocked after a member of the group commits suicide unexpectedly. The friends realize that they need to finally start living life as they cope with their loss. And the title is a reference to the saying, friendship isn't a big thing, it's a million little things. And it's true. These friends, they've been going through a lot of little things together. And it just touches on so much. And I don't even think it's still on. <laughs> um, I don't know if it got canceled or what, but I, I I'm watching it on Hulu and I'm a fan. Maybe when you're in your bath, you read a book, or you put something on your computer or your phone or you listen to a podcast, or you just sit there in silence, because maybe that's what you need too. And the the hibernation of the season too makes me think of this, I don't know, wildlife or bear documentary that Stevenson was watching on Disney Plus. And bears hibernate, which we all know that, but they hibernate for six months. I don't think I realized their hibernation was that long. And when they're in hibernation chase, they don't eat, they don't pee, they don't poop, they don't do anything. I mean, I know they don't eat, they're hibernating. But so it makes sense if they're not eating or drinking, they don't have to urinate or do the other stuff. But I was just oddly struck and fascinated by that. And I'm sure I learned that in school at some point, um, when I learned that bears hibernate but I don't, I guess I don't know what I thought they did. I mean, I guess I just pictured them cuddled up inside of a cave and they were hibernating. Like they didn't really go out, but they still, their body still did all the bodily functions, but their body's totally shut down. But yet when they wake up from hibernation, they still have preserved muscle, even though they haven't moved for six months. Because I mean, my dad, we have to make sure that he moves. Like when he was in the hospital for a while, like atrophy would set in and he he had to move or the muscle would just be gone and he couldn't walk. But yet bears, Can just lay around for six months and then, they still have all this muscle and um, something their body does to keep that going. And then also, they weigh a thousand pounds. Well, that's kind of a given, you know, they're heavy. But their noses can smell something twenty miles away. Really? Yeah, twenty miles.
1: I I I couldn't watch this. You said I know.
0: I, I couldn't tell you the name if I tried, but I would just—it's on Disney Plus. If you have it, it's—it was about bears and wolves. So mm-hmm. that's all—that's all I can tell you. But it was fascinating, as you can tell. I I'm very that. into that and a million little things and my book. Maybe you should talk to someone. Those are my recommendations here. Uh, another thing online that said to do if you're finding yourself in some sort of seasonal depression is maybe grow a few herbs inside cilantro basil mint and that way you see green every day and then you can enjoy a pop of the green and freshness when you're cooking or you're eating and there's this whole relationship to the plant and the food and you eat it you know i can see how that would be helpful and i looked on amazon and there are tons of indoor herb garden options So if you just hop on Amazon and maybe look up one that's in your price range, then you might be able to order one and grow a few herbs inside your kitchen. That's
1: a good idea. I like it.
0: Also... Uh, Another thing recommended was buy one small thing that will delight you on the colder days, whether it's a cozy sock or a tie-dye sweatsuit. And I got Stashira like a new Sherpa robe for Christmas. And I think I'm gonna have to either get one for myself or probably steal it from her because it's the softest thing ever. And I found it at Target. Oh, which reminds me too, I got Target slippers that are basically like UGG knockoffs. And they're my new favorite cozy, comfy thing. So you don't have to go, shop somewhere crazy for it. Target or Walmart has like so many good Sherpa cozy type things for sure. Another thing was to use a light box for 30 minutes a day, which I have a Juve light, which is J O O V V. And I haven't been using it probably as much as I should, especially because it's getting dark now at four 30. But I think now that I'm reading this, I'm going to bust it out and just sit in front of my juve light for 20 minutes or so. Another suggestion was call a different faraway friend or relative every week so you can make a list of people and not get overwhelmed by feeling this pressure of making all these phone calls. But yeah, maybe every few days you hit up a different person that you can connect with or even better, probably FaceTime is better than calling because that way you can actually see them. Is your whole family out at the ranch now?
1: Uh, my oldest brother and his three kids and his wife just arrived. So it's officially a full ranch for the holiday. Yeah, so y'all
0: all be together.
1: Yeah, just our immediate family. And I'll preface, my other brothers and their families all live on the ranch, and my parents live on the ranch. So we're safely inviting one other family being my oldest brother into the mix
0: oh you don't have to like justify your well, family I, I feel like pe- there's no judgment here like people are going to be safe about it but i know you probably trust me backlash comes in all shapes and forms at any given moment so i get it wanting to to cover yourself there but i guess your my point is you're on a ranch with like your whole family so you may have friends you want to reach out to, but I bring that up too, because Yellowstone is another awesome show that if you have not watched, I've talked about it on the podcast before. If you're looking for something, maybe while you have a few days off of work, binge that because it's so good. And Chase's family ranch is basically Yellowstone. It's hilarious. Every member of his family can be a member on the TV show. Kevin Costner is the main guy. And Chase's dad back in the day on a horse basically looks like Kevin Costner on Dutton Ranch. But I will clarify that Chase's family doesn't commit the crimes or the murders and stuff like like the Yellowstone family. Another suggestion is to bundle up and try to move your body outside at least once a week. So you don't even have to put the pressure on yourself to do it every day. But- maybe there are some places you could go do a winter hike in your area. What would that look like? Just make sure you're adequately warm. And sometimes when it's cold, like my daughter, she's Haitian. She wants nothing to do with the cold. In fact, speaking of bears and hibernation, she has told me, we went hiking a couple of weeks ago and she said, mom, just so you know, this is going to be my last hike until um, maybe March. She's like, cause I'm, I'm going to hibernate like a bear and I'll, I'll be in my room. And so, yeah, we kind of lost her to the hiking, but. I do feel as though if she would bundle up and get out there, it would make her feel better because being outside and connecting with nature and moving your body helps. Another suggestion is every day play one song from the best 90s pop songs playlist and dance around wildly until it's over. (laughs) I can see how that would be helpful. Lisa, who I do outweigh with, she's my co-host on our outweigh podcast for disordered eating. She's come on the podcast before. She has her own podcast called The Truthiest Life. She does more dance parties on Instagram. And she tells people the time. And then she does it, I think, on Instagram Live. And she dances around and leads people and just ridiculously moving their bodies in a wild way because it's good for you. It's proven. So I could see how that would be helpful. You know, speaking of playlists or songs, this isn't the 90s, but it's close. And you can't really wildly dance to it. But I have been listening to John Mayer, so much lately. His 2001 album called Room for Squares. I mean, it has No Such Thing, Why Georgia, Your Body is a Wonderland, Neon. Oh, it's so good. Let's listen to No Such Thing. I'm going to play a little clip of it right here just so that y'all can get a little taste of it because it's so good. Which, by the way, I played it for Stashira the other day and she was looking at me like I was playing her oldies music. She was like, what is this? I've never I've never seen this on TikTok. I don't like it. <laughs> so uh here is no such thing, John Mayer. I
1: wanna run through the halls in the high school. I wanna scream at the top of my lungs. I just found out there's no such thing.
0: Okay. So Chase, another thing it says to do is to pick a cookbook and then cook your way through every recipe in it. And I guess a cookbook I would recommend would be Laura Lee's. She's come on the podcast before on Instagram. She's Laura Lee Balance. And her newest cookbook is called Simply Laura Lee, but her first cookbook is also good. They're on my Amazon favorites page under books. If you want to go check those out, radioamy.com to find a link to that. Oh, and our gratitude journal, all four things gratitude journal. In our very first one, we included a recipe. It was just like a matcha recipe. But then in our latest, newest journal, Mary and I both put in a family recipe. She did a sweet one from her grandmother, her brownies, and I made them this weekend. And they are amazing. Like I cannot tell y'all, I don't even like brownies. And these I couldn't stop eating them. And then I put in a savory, like Mary did sweet and I did a savory family recipe, my Alabama mac and cheese yo. So if you have our journal, you can flip to the back and maybe cook your way through our journal, which would really be two recipes, but <laughs> at least <laughs> you would feel accomplished with that because you're like, wow, I cooked everything in this book. And lastly, the last little tip I pulled was take a vitamin D supplement because if you're not out, the sun provides vitamin D. If you're not in the sun a lot, you could maybe uh, do that. So that's what I got for today's episode. Really just wanted to share that with you all again to make sure you know that I see those emails. They came in. And while I can't speak to depression, I do want to know what it's like to feel down. And I do think it's it's true that it can happen in the winter months. So pick one of these or do them all. Uh, Or maybe do one of these each week throughout the winter months and that way you can stay ahead of it. So Chase, I hope you were taking notes. Which one of these things that I talked about seems most appealing to you?
1: Well, I'm a terrible cook, so I think that I'm probably going to try to learn to master a few things in the kitchen. So I might probably not go through an entire cookbook, but attempt a few recipes
0: Oh, well, that sounds good. You'll have to share with us if you find a recipe that's really good. I will say this before I go. I think something that we will do sometimes to numb our feelings is to hop on Instagram and start scrolling. And then the next thing you know, you've looked at everybody's stories and all their things. And that may send you into some more sadness or feeling disconnected because some people might have certain family things going on that you don't get to have especially this year. But even if it's not winter, I think we can use social media sometimes to distract from our real feelings and what's going on. So I just want to also encourage you to not get sucked in to Instagram and be intentional about taking breaks from it this holiday season. And for me today, I guess you're going to be listening to this on Tuesday. And I made a calculated effort as of December 22nd. I'm not going to be on Instagram, my personal account. I have some drafts I've got ready for Espoil that I'll be throwing up throughout just because I love our Espoil community and don't want to like totally disconnect, but I won't be fully just on there as, as I normally am, especially on my personal account. I'm just making a really calculated decision to shut it off. So this Tuesday, December 22nd, will be me signing off For a little bit just to make sure that I don't numb out and don't address certain feelings and things I have going on because I just numb out on Instagram. So I just want to encourage y'all to do the same and then I'll be back in, I don't know, the official return date, but for sure by 2021. Okay, well, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Talk to y'all soon. Thank you, Chase, for joining me today.
1: I'm glad to be here. Namaste. Namaste.
0: They are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. It's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude, doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate, In every pair of Takova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Takova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're gonna last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store where you're gonna be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And don't go gently, y'all.